further ado, let's 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 uh, jump into things over here. Um, in the in the uh, spirit, perhaps of of the, today's uh, legal holiday, the theme, the nature of the uh, the racket's red glare, we're going to be talking about an interesting topic in halacha, and that's the topic of the tefillah for the for l'shalom machus, tefillah l'shalom machus, the prayer for welfare of the government. And every Gabbai knows that this is there in the Gabbai's handbook. Hanoisein Teshua L'Molochim. That's the standard, um, the standard nusuch, the standard uh, text that has been established. Hanoisein Teshua L'Molochim. He who gives salvation to the kings. Much of that is um, poetic lashonis that are lifted from some verses in Tehillim, which we'll get to. And it's there in some sidurim. It's there in the Gabbai's handbook. And... We don't find a lot of Gabbayim are saying it. We don't really find that it's accepted universally, said universally. And the question is, why or why not? Are the ones who are not saying it doing the right thing? Are the ones who are saying it doing the right thing? Are the ones who are saying it doing the wrong thing? Are the ones who are not saying it doing the wrong thing? What's the Yid supposed to do over here? So how do we relate to this? What's the, what's the story behind this prayer for the welfare of the government? And um, what's the sugya? So we're going to explore that sugya this morning. So the truth is like this. The topic of praying for the welfare and the, the, the success of one's government, of one's local um, residents, the local government, the people that are in charge of your particular country, that goes back. The, the actual source for that can be found in a, in a well-known mission in Pikiavis. And the mission in Pikiavis really does seem to tell us that this is incumbent. This is something that is, is mandatory. Mishnah says like this. Famous Mishnah, Perikimel, Mishnah Beis in Pikiavis. Mishnah says, Rabbi Chanina Sagana Kainim Oimer. Rabbi Chanina Sagana Kainim, one of the Tanoim, he says like this. Heavy One should daven for the peace, for the welfare, for the well-being of Malchus, of the government. Daven for the government. Why? Because if there wouldn't be fear of the government, if there would be anarchy, rebellion, if there would be insurrection, people would gabble each other up alive. And... This is a revolution. He's discussing, uh, describing a revolution, revolution, resurrection, a re- insurrection, and rebellion produces anything but resurrection, right? Rebellions are what? Bloody. Rebellions are bloody. And that's what Rebbe Chaninus Ganekainim is saying. You've got to damn for the peace and the welfare of your government. People need to be able to be kept in line by the government. There has to be respect for the government. There has to be... Um, there has to be a... a, a, a Deference to the government, they have to be able to wield authority. And if they don't have that authority, if they can't run the country properly, if there isn't shalom, malchus, then isha's reo chaim beloi. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be very pretty. So here we have an injunction. We have a mandate from Rechaninus Kanakainim. Have you mispalbished shlamish malchus? What does it mean shlamish malchus? Interesting. It doesn't say the mission doesn't say shlamish melech. Doesn't say daven for the king. It says daven for the for the malchus, for the empire, for the government. And the Mepharshim say, yes, he says, Malchus deliberately not Melech, because we're not supposed to be davening only for the Melech. Listen, the Taisis Yamtiv, there's a Taisis Yamtiv says, writing this in the 1500s, who's the Malchus who are Melech? Imsara Viyayatsov. His officers, his princes, his cabinet, the vice president, 
everyone that works together with the 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 the, uh, the ruler. Hamani people that run the, the, the country together with, with the Melech. That's who we're talking about. So we're talking about not just the, you know, in a place like America. This is not just the, the president and his, and his cabinet. We're talking about all the local governors. We're talking about the mayor. We're talking about every person who has authority. The sheriff. We're talking about the town sheriff. Down for the shalom of the town sheriff. Everyone who's a manik says the Taisa's Yamtu. That's why the mission doesn't say Shleim Melech, it says Shleim Malchus. To make it clear, the Yavdam for anybody that has authority in your, whether it's your province, your township, your district, your city, your state, and certainly your country. So this is a mission. And the mission is very straightforward, it makes a lot of sense. And Reb Chanit is telling us, Davin for the Shleim Melechus. There are those who. who want to say that the concept of a prayer for peace for the local government and says and, and, and again it's not talking about exclusively Jewish government when we're under Jewish rulers, Jewish leaders whoever we live under, Kleis has been in Gaulus for a very long time been a long, long Gaulus we've been through a lot of different countries had a lot of different rulers, most of them have, have been Gentiles, he davened for the, the, the welfare, the well-being and the success of the Gentile rules also, Some want to say that the source for this prayer goes even further back than the Mishnahis, goes to a Puzzik in Jeremiah, Yirmiyahu. Puzzik in Yirmiyahu says like this, Perich Chavtes, Kapitel Chavtes here in Yirmiyahu, Puzzik says, this is the Rebbein Shalom addressing Yirmiyahu, I'm sorry, Yirmiyahu addressing Klai Yisrael. Okay, Yirmiyahu addressing Klai Yisrael who's going into Babel. We're on our way into Galdas Babel. We were not under Jewish rule and Jewish authority in Babel. Says Yumyo to the Yid that are going to Babel, seek out the peace of the city that you're getting exiled to. Seek out their peace. Daven for their peace. Have their best interests in mind. This palu ba'ado el Hashem. This is what Yumyo is saying. Daven on behalf of the of the of the of the Babylonian government to the Rebbeinu Shulaylam. This is the the, the the Bavloim that destroyed the base on Mikdash, right? That sent the Yidden into bubble, into Gaulus bubble. Nevertheless, the Yidden going to be living there for seventy years. They're going to be going to be there for like three four generations. Daven for the welfare for the success of Babel. Ki v'shloima yelecha shaloim. Listen to what Yimio says. V'shloima through the, the welfare and the success of the the the, the government, the country that you're living under, you guys will also have shalom. If they have shalom, you'll have shalom. If they're doing okay, you're doing okay. If they have peace, you have peace. Daven for their peace. This is the Mamisha Apsukam that, that are capturing the Mishnah, the statement of Rebchanin Eskanakainim, right? You want to live in a, in a, in a secure, tranquil, um, stable country. You don't want to live in a place of anarchy. Daven for the Shalom of the local government. And that's the right thing to do. That's what, that's what a Yid does. Yirmiyo is telling us to do this. Rebbe Chani is telling us to do this. The question is, why are we not doing this? What's going on? What happened between Yirmiyo and Rebbe Chani and Perkyavis and us over here? You know, we don't say this. I mean, some shuls, some shuls do say this. We, we have, we're familiar with shuls. We've been in shuls before where, before Musaf, they say tefillah for the Shalom Malchus, for the Shalom Adin. Again, that's the, the common one. The common text is Anoyz in Shul HaMalachim. That's the one that they say. What happened in between, though, the Yermio, the, say for Yermio and the Mishnais, in between that and us, that, that has fallen out of practice. You know, back then it was, was a, was it formula special tefillah or just saying that? Mm. 
So that's a good question. We'll talk about that also. When was the first time you find this format, this specific format? Nice and true, Lamalachim. When's the first time we find that? We'll, we'll get to that in a moment. I mean, what do they have in mind? Like, what, uh, there's young that's being called the Yermia. It's saying a special format? There's young that's before Yermia, you said? From, from Yermia, the parts of Yermia. It's saying to, to make a special thing, or just means that? Having this pal, B'Shalem Yishol Malchus. Daven for their success, daven for their welfare. Yeah. Doesn't say anything about nice and true Lamalachim over here. Daven for their welfare. So going back to still earlier sources, um, the um, actually saw they cite that they, they found they found they found the the, the archaeologists archaeologists found in the Dead Sea Scrolls they found a fragment of a scroll where there's a tefillah for the welfare of Yanai Hamelech, Yanai Hamelech, who preceded Chani by several diaries. Yanai Hamelech, who was the brother-in-law of Shimon ben Shetach, he's married to Shlomo Sina Malka. He was from the the Malchai Hurdus. He was from the, the Herodian kings. Um, so he was from those kings that the, the Yichus was questionable. Were they Avadim? You know, were they Mutadavarian to Kleist or not Mutadavarian? The Gemara says they really were, 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 were Palsu Lavai Vikahal. And Yanai Melech himself, the Gemara tells him, wasn't such a great guy. He slaughtered a lot of Tamidi Chacham. And he, he, he was, he was in, there was one of the, um, the Karoyim told him. Um, one of the Minim told him that the Yidin are rebelling against you, they don't hold of you, they hold that you're, that you're, not, you're not fit to be a king because you come from an Evid Kanani, because, you know, your, your Zayda was an Evid Kanani. So he investigated this, and it turns out that they were right, and, and, and he slaughtered a whole bunch of Tanri Chacham. The only one that survived was his brother-in-law, Shem and Shetach. So Yanai wasn't the best of, of, of characters, best of, of fellows. They found the fragment, of, they found that Tzvila was composed for the success of Yanai HaMelech. Now, I... I I've seen elsewhere they do taina that the Dead Sea Scrolls were, were themselves from the Karoy. Anyway, I've, I've read this before that the, the uh, Hagam they found they found a lot of sections of like Tanakh in the Dead Sea Scrolls. They taina that, that 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 society that was living in that area that had these scrolls preserved they themselves were Karoyim. So it makes sense, perhaps, that the Karayim would have a tefillah for the, you know, the welfare of Yanai HaMelech, who was, he was on their side, right? He was against, they hated the Chachamim. They, 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 the Chachamim, the, the Prushim, there was the Prushim and the, and the Karayim, they were, they were you know, at each other's throats. It makes sense that they would have a tefillah for Yanai HaMelech. Um, I remember reading this once, uh, that the Dead Sea Scrolls are the, 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 the uh, not that they're not authentic, but they're, Necessarily, they don't necessarily represent, you know, mainstream the you know mainstream story of the Rabbanim, the Chacham and the Prushim. In any case, uh, that's interesting. Interesting uh, that, that there is such the, the idea of, that, that's found also in the you know they have a fragment of a scroll with Tefila for Yana and Melech. Um, now will we get yeah. The argument between Rabbi Shimon Bar Yitzchai and uh, the other yeah. that he, after he escaped from the right. Okay. So this is exactly the kushia over here, because he says, okay, we have like they did for us everything, like everything right. like perfect, but for them. Right. So this is kind of argument. Right. 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 So very excellent, excellent question. So yeah, Rib Shimon is asking about his namesake, Rib Shimon. There was a machlokes, a well-known machlokes in the Gemara. Do we have to be thankful for all the all the bridges that they made and all the the roads that they built and all the? So there was a vikuach over there. Um, we have to have thanks and, and, and be grateful, or are they doing it for themselves? They do it. They, they, they make the, to collect the taxes. They're making the the shukim for the zainus. So there was a, a machlokes over there. 
So would the Rajbi, Rib Shimon wants to know, would, would Rib Shimon say that you don't have to daven for the Shalom Malchus because, because they're doing it for themselves? So I would be mechalic. I would answer the question like this. I would say that there's two different dinim, two different aspects over here. One is, what's their motivation? As Rib Shimon said, their motivation, they don't make any mistakes. They're doing it for themselves, not doing it for us. They're doing it for their own profit. They're doing it for their own indulgences. That's, so Mitzad that, Rib Shimon is saying, don't be naive. Don't be misled. They're doing it for themselves. At the same time, we want a stable country to live in and, and when we're davening for their shalom, it's not because of hakar satayv. It's not because necessarily they're doing things for us, but we, we need stability. We, we can't have anarchy, so we're asking Hashem, give them shalom so we can do what we need to do for shalom. So I think that's what Reb Shimon would say. He would say, even though there's no, they're doing it for themselves, but we still need to have, we need to have stability over here. So it's good for the, the stability is good for them because it gives us stability. Shalom is good for them, it gives us shalom. This is exactly what, uh, what we are doing. Yeah. I mean, you can be like in Russia and for Putin just because he is the, the, the ruler right now. Yes, yes, correct. Yeah, you need, and any country that you're in, you have to have, the country has to have stability. If it, if it, if it gets, if there's a rebellion, rebellions are bloody. If there's a Merida, Merida is it's not pretty, not pretty. Everything, the economy is shot, it's dangerous. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no stability, there's no security, 100%. So Wagner is not good. We're being recorded right now. <laughs> we don't know who's going to be listening to this, Rupshim. This is going live. This is going live. Okay, anyway, anyway. We don't know. Uh, yeah. We don't know. They, they may have listening devices here planted in the shul. So uh, anyway, I didn't say any of that, but uh, I don't know who said any of that. We had an anonymous commentator. Anyway, so, so, so Viter, Viter. So Lamaisa, what about us halacha Lamaisa? What do we do practically halacha Lamaisa? So it, it seems to have fallen into disrepair. It's fallen into neglect nowadays. But we, we source it. It's a Mishnah. It's Pesukim and Yirmiyah. We're ignoring Yirmiyah. Yirmiyah is telling us to daven for the, you know, when they have Shalom, we have Shalom. B'Shloi Mom, as Mamash Yirmiyah says, it's this idea that when, they, when it's good for them, it's good for us. Right? Good for them, it's good for us. As we, as we Mamash just read. So, so um, what happened? So let, let's cite a few more sources over here. The Avudram, the Avudram, who's one of the earlier halachic authorities, he writes, he writes that you should daven for, in, in shul, you should daven in shul, part of the, he writes it in Hilchus Kriyas HaToyro. This is one of the earlier, earliest sources to have it incorporated into the Mishabeirachs, into all the prayers that you say by Kriyas HaToyro. The Avudram writes that in, by, in Hilchus Kriyas HaToyro, that before you put the Sefer Torah back, there should be a communal prayer in shul, for the sake of the government of the of the country, that they should have welfare, they should have stability, daven for their shalom. This is where you should you should you should um, um, exercise, apply, and 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 set into motion that teaching of Rav Chanin So the Avudram writes this that should be said by Kriya Satara before you put the Seir back. Hence, the, 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 the practice, Adiyamazah, the people who do say, the shuls who do say, that's where they say it. There's a Mishaberch. Some, some say it holding the Sefer Torah, some say it not holding the Sefer Torah. Um, but, excuse me, but that, this goes back already to the Abu Dram, who's saying to incorporate it, incorporate into Hilchas Kriya, into, into Kriya Satayra. Um, the Kolboy also says this. The Kolboy says it should be incorporated into Kriya Satayra. And when we skip forward a few centuries, we find, we find other authorities that do speak openly about saying a tefillah for the welfare of the government. Um, I saw there's a Nodi Bihuda, Nodi Bihuda, who composed his own nusach, who composed his own prayer, 
for uh, the local, the, the, the Archduchess, um, there was a, a Archduchess that was ruling over for a certain, she came into power and she was the one in charge of Prague and its environs. Um, her name was um, Maria Teresa. Maria Teresa, yes, thank you. Maria Teresa came to power in 1740. Maria Teresa, the Archduchess of Habsburg, or not Habsburg, Austria. no, Austria, Austria. The Noi de Behuda, Bicheska Landau Halevi, composed a prayer for her, for her Hatzlacha, for her welfare, and he, he writes this in one of his chuvas. Maram Bennett, who lived a few centuries later, um, also in Austria, composed a prayer for the success of, of uh, the Kaiser, the Kaiser, Franz Joseph the Kaiser, that, that was the Kaiser up until the early 1900s, 1916, 1915, from the late 1800s. Yeah. So, so uh, the Maram Bennett composed uh, a prayer for his success, for his welfare. So we find Yidin doing this. Um, that sounds like, it, that, that it seems that they modified Hanais and Shula Malachim, they like, like the Nehdi Behuda put something in special for the Archduchess Maria Teresa, like he made it a point of making it well known that he, he adjusted, modified the prayer to put Maria Teresa in there. Maram Bennett also adjusted it to put in the Kaiser in there. But the actual Nusuch itself, Rabbi Max was asking this, Hanais and Shula Malachim, he who gives success to the kings and lets them fight their battles and win their wars. That text, most of it is lifted from Psukim in Tehillim, capital Kuf Mem Dalad. The There seems to be a little bit of a debate where the first place is that you find that. Some say it goes back to um, um, Germanic Sidurim from the, um, I think I saw the, the 1700s, the, the 1600s. 1600s. Some cite a sitter, they found it the same thing, nice and true, Malachim, in a sitter, a Spanish sitter from Aragon, that they found a sitter earlier, about a century before, that already has this nice and true, Malachim. We still have it. What? We still have it in ours. You have it in the, in the Spanish sitter? Yeah. The nice and true, Malachim. Okay, so, so you see, it's interesting that the Sfarim and the Ashkenazim were both saying the same like format. So it must have, you know, apparently it goes back, I, I, would, I would venture to say that. If you find that in the, the Germanic Sidurim and you find the same thing in the Spanish Sidurim, you know, the 1500s, 1600s, it probably goes back before that because they already had developed their own tefillahs and, you know, the, the, the more, more um, contemporary, recent tefillahs are generally very different as far as the Ashkenaz because they developed in different places, different cultures. If there's both saying, Hanais and Shulam Mochem, Pashas, it goes back earlier, maybe even to the Avu Dram, I don't know. Um, but in terms of the Siddur, you know, the historians that like to do research into old Sidurim, so there's an, a Siddur from Aragon, from Spain that has it, there's a Siddur from, you know, 1600 Germany that has it, and it's more or less the same format, Hanais and Shulam Malachim. And that's the one that, 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 that we have, that, you know, that the Shulzah still say now, there's they have that tefillah um, in, in there for the Gabayim. The Hamadrich, the Gabay, the Gabay's handbook, they still have that one in the Sidurim, Hanais and Shulam Malachim. It's, it's, it's um, though, as Rabbi Max correctly questioned and pointed out, do you need to say Hanois and Shul Malachim to fulfill this mission? No, no. The mission is not telling you say what's printed in, in the Spanish sitter, in the Germanic sitter, in the Gabbai's handbook. The mission says, Dab for the peace of the welfare of the government. There was, a, at some point in Jewish history, a prayer was composed with this specific mission in mind. But, you know, if someone would decide to make his own prayer, make a different prayer, as long as you're davening for the Shalom of the Malchus, you're still being Mekayim. 
Okay, we'll leave that on the side for the moment. But the nice and shul malachim is not that doesn't go back to That doesn't go back to Yirmiya. That was composed certainly at a later date. When I, I don't know. We have a sitter from the 1500s, a sitter from the 1600s, and if it's more or less identical, it probably goes back earlier than that. I don't know in the first place it actually originated was. But Lamaisa, you can fulfill whatever you say. So we do see over the doors, we've seen over the generations, we've seen um, this prayer, the concept of this prayer popping up in different places at different times. And Nochama, the question is, what, what, about, what about us? What, 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 what happened with us? You did it already? You took care of it? Yeah. Isn't the manners just manners, just to be like uh, to flatter them, something like that? Because it, sometimes they are good, sometimes they are bad. So, just well, so maybe you're asking two questions. Quick. You're asking question: Is it only about manners? And then I think you're asking yes. a second question: What if it's really a bad government? What if they're really bad? Okay. Meaning, yes. I think there's two different questions, right? Yes. So we'll address them backwards. The, the second question, the first question we'll leave on, we'll catch up to the first question. The second question, we want to know what do we do, what, what are we doing, you know, should we be saying this, should we not be saying this, right? What if someone, Rachman Litzlan, is living in Nazi Germany in 1940? He's supposed to die Shal Machus in Nazi Germany? Rachman Litzlan, the guy living in 1940, 1939? But even before that, the Nuremberg laws. He sees all these laws being passed one after the next. And this is not, you know, there are other countries that Yidin lived in. Sometimes anti-Semitism was a, a countrywide um, um, uh, epidemic. Sometimes it started all the way at the top. And sometimes it started, you know, with the, with the, with the, with the, with the peasants and, you know, the government wasn't bothered to stop it, but didn't start with the government. But, but there were times that Mamish started with the government. The, gov- the government was, you know, responsible. Nazi Germany, Yemach Shemam. That was a governmental issue. That was, that was systemic. You dab for the shalom. So this is actually discussed. This is discussed. What if the what if the malchus is is out to get the yidden? So no, then you don't dab for them. If the malchus is there to try to destroy klai yisrael, then you don't dab for such a malchus. If the malchus is not trying to destroy us, but there are, you know. There's riffraff and rabble in the Malchus that is anti-Semitic. Then you still do daven for the Shalom Malchus because you're hoping that they want to have a stable uh, government, stable society. They should be able to have the, the, the wisdom and understanding of seeing that even if they are not the best friends of the Jews, but if if they let you know their peasants indiscriminately wipe out cities and towns, they should have the siyatish mind to understand that's not really in their best interest. That's not in the government's best interest for that to, that to be allowed and acceptable. So it really depends. Is you know, anti-Semitism go all the way to the top, or does it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it more on a you know a, the um, on a citizen level? Is it the citizens or is it the the, the government? So yes, yeah, if it's the government that 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 is that is against us, we, you don't have for such a government. This is not Hamal. What's what's with us, Rabbi Sai? So. I was trying to see like how recent of a source I could find that still talks about this. The Aruch HaShulchan, which is pretty recent, the Aruch HaShulchan goes back to the 1900s. Listen to what the Aruch HaShulchan writes. He writes like this, this is in, uh, by Kriya Satari, Yochus Kriya Satari in Shabbos. He writes, Acher HaHaftorah, after the Haftorah writes the Aruch HaShulchan, Nogu Loimar, the minigas, what do we do after the Haftorah, before Mosef? Yukam Porkan, Umishabeirach, we make the Mishabeirach, Aviseinu, right, for the 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 people that are giving wine for havdalah the people that are giving the the the, the, um, candles. the candles and the wine right it means paying for the electricity make a special mishabeach for them every shabbos 
Ubracha lamelech. Says Archa Shochan, you can pork Mishabarak and a bracha for the melech. Make a bracha for the king also. In the Archa Shochan, he's still saying to do this. So we have even very, you don't have to, you know, it's not just the Abu Dram, it's not just the Nadi Behuda, it's not just Maram Ben, it's Archa Shochan in the 1900s is writing to say a, a Mishabarak for the government. So, Nochamo, what's up with us? Now, on the other hand, it does seem that there were already many communities that were not, no longer saying um, a tefillah for the melech. They were no longer saying the tefillah for the melech. Even in Europe, it was not universally done. It was not in universal practice. Although we do see the Archa Shulchan, uh, in the Archa Shulchan's times, he lived in, in uh, Navardic, the Archa Shulchan. You see that Archa Shulchan, he held, you should be saying, in his area he was saying it, but it's recorded, documented, that there are already societies in Europe that were no longer saying it. Before we got to America, there are a lot of communities that are no longer saying that prayer for the welfare of the government. But why not? It's a Mishnah, it's Yemiyo, it's Navudram. So Lechari the Territ's like this. We have to be mechach. There's, there's two different dinim going on over here. Two different aspects of this of this of this discussion. Two different sides of the coin. And this is going to bring us back to Rib Shimon's earlier question, his first question, and that's like this: um, For much of our existence, if not maybe even most of our existence in Gaulus, Klaistro is always are, are, are living in a very anxious state, on the edge. You never knew what was going to be with this 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 this. Um, Government, this province, this country, the local, the local um, um, ruler, the governor, the czar, <clears throat> Kleistro is always like on like the edge of a knife in terms of our our welfare. Forget about the government's welfare. Forget about the the the, the welfare of uh, of the countryside. Kleistro's welfare was always hanging in a very precarious place. And it didn't take much to get the Goyim upset with us. It really didn't take much to get the Goyim to decide to throw us out. How many times have you been thrown out of England? Three? Four? Three times. Three times we were thrown out of England, right? Every single country in Europe, there's a lot of countries in Europe, every single country in Europe probably thrown out of it at some point. What? Also Boron. I mean, Boron, how to say? Baron? Baron, yes. I mean, it's not just exile, it's a lot that's right. So, for all of our existence in Gaulas, you know, recently, you know, um, things are a little bit different, but, you know, anti-Semitism, unfortunately, is on the rise again, um, exponentially. But uh, in Europe, for, for centuries and centuries and centuries, and, and the Svartish countries also, it didn't take much for the guy suddenly to open up a Gemara. So, oh, this is what you say about us? This is what the Gemara says about Gentiles? You know? Uh, off with your heads, uh, seizing all your money, you have 24 hours to convert to Christianity, you get out of here, be burnt to the stake. Didn't take much for the guy to do that. It didn't take much for them to get upset with us. We were always aware of this. And it's interesting. There's so many svarim. You go back to the svarim that were printed in Europe. Tshuva svarim, svarim that had to get into delicate matters about, you know, people ask, like, uh, I, I'm owed such and such amount from the Christians, I'm the money lender, you know, what am I, am I, how am I allowed to get my money back? There, there were a lot, a lot of shilas, there were always the wine about, about Yain Nesach, with dealing with the Goyim, and, and a lot of tshuvas had to be answered in Europe, and a lot of tshuvas were printed in Europe, and you find this, you find this as a pattern. So many tshuvas for them have on the title page, anyone ever seen this? It says on the title page, all the references to Akum in this Sefer 
are referring to the idol worshippers of old that used to worship the stars and the constellations and the sun and the moon, and they're not referring to our local Gentiles that we are so privileged to live amongst and they take such good care of us. It's not talking about them, like a disclaimer. And you can find this, I've seen this on many, 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 when you look around, go to Old Svarim that were printed in Europe, you find this on the title page. And it's always the same nusuch. Any reference to Akum and the Sefer, Akum stands for Avedikachavamazalis, the star worshippers, are, are not referring to the guy that we are privileged to live amongst, the ones that are, take such good care of us. It's referring to the, the ones that worship the stars and the sun and the moon, you know, thousands of years ago. So it's obvious why they were writing this, right? It goes with that saying, what is being, you know, written with a, with a, um, and understanding that the guy will, if the guy ever read this, they'll come away. Oh, wow! Well, we see. Of course, you know, we, we do take such good care of you. Of course, you're not writing about us, and all. They didn't understand that this is being written with a grain of salt. But they wrote this Kaseder this form because all it would take was for a guy to open up the local, local, um, you know, local um, friar, the local monk, the local, uh, you know, the, the local um, priest who is a, a, a yid who shmatted himself to, 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 to go and say, look what they're writing about. If you touch their wine, they, they, they can't drink it anymore. Look what they're writing about. No, 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 we're not talking about you guys. We're not talking about you guys. We're talking about yid and people that lived you know, in the caves, the cavemen, tens of thousands of years ago, not you guys. So there was a certain atmosphere going on in Europe that bred a certain place was always like living on the edge. And it was important for Klai Yisrael to make it clear that we're, we're, we are very obedient, we're, we're, we're not making any trouble, and we're davening for you. We can certainly understand the mentality why the Nehru Behuda would want to compose something for the welfare of Maria Teresa, why Maram Bennett would want to compose something for the welfare of the Kaiser, and why the Avudram would institute that in the shul, by, publicly, by Kriya when do we do things by Kriya When we want them to be publicized. Anything that we slip into Kriya Satoira always goes hand in hand with an idea of, of Pirsume Milsa. When we name a baby, when do we name a baby? By Kriya Satoira. You make a Mishaberch for a Chayla. When do you do that? You do it by Kriya Satoira. Someone makes a Hagoymel. When do you do all these things you do by Kriya Satoira? What does Kriya Satoira have to do with Hagoymel? What does Kriya Satoira have to do with naming a baby? You're naming a baby. You're not giving the baby an aliyah. The terror is anything that we want to be mafar saying, we always do by Kriyasatara because that's when everyone's there. That's when everyone's listening. That's before everyone leaves to, for the Kiddush Club, right? Everybody is still there in the shul. Everyone's still there for Kriyasatara. That's Pirsume Milsa. The reason they instituted, now I'm saying this on my own, but I believe it's MS, anything that we do by Kriyasatara specifically is we want to be mafar So if we're making the prayer for the government by Kriyasatara, it's because we want the government to know we're davening for them. We want the government to know that we're davening for them. So it's clear that a lot of what's going on to the to the the feels that we're saying in Europe is because we want the Medina to know that we're 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 not making any trouble and we're davening for you guys. And the same way we write in our safer, we're not talking about you. No, we're talking about the crazy guy that don't exist anymore. It's important for the guy to know that we're davening for the guy. This is what's going on in Europe. When we don't have that atmosphere anymore, when Kleist has a little bit more tranquility, stability, we don't have to worry about making them nervous, about, about appeasing them, the, the minhig changes. And that's what you find already in Europe, the minhig changes. We don't need to say it by Kriya Satara anymore. We don't need to say it publicly anymore, holding the Sefer Torah, if we don't need to, to, to um, give them uh, uh, flattery, if we don't need to appease them. That's when the, the, the minute changes when the atmosphere changes. So far, so good. So this is the, the, the origin of why the minute would have fallen out of practice because the reason we're being uh, so public about it, the reason we're saying goodbye, Chris is when it's very, it's critical for the guy to know that, that we're not, we're not, 
we're, we're not making any trouble. We love you. We're davening for you. Please, no pogroms. No, don't, 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 don't uh, rab us. Don't kill us. We love you guys. We're davening for you. And we're holding the Torah and davening for you. Okay, so that would answer why we're not doing it publicly anymore. But, but why? But what, what do we do with the Mishnah? What do we do with the Mishnah? See, here's something fascinating. The Mishnah still does say this. The Mishnah doesn't say whether you're on the edge or you're not on the edge, you're anxious, you're not anxious. The Mishnah says, having The Mishnah says it. The Pazik in Yermiah says it. So they asked this question to the Maram Shik, the Talmud of the Chassam Soifer. Apparently, where the Maram Shik lived is also, they weren't saying it anymore. They weren't saying it in Shul. They asked the Maram Shik, how come we're not saying the Tzfilah for the, for the, for the Shalom Malchus? He said, We are davening for Shalom Malchus. Every, every community has Tehillim Zagas. Every community has people that are saying Tehillim. And, and in Tehillim, everyone, we get up to capital Kuf Mem Dalit. And that's where we're davening for Shalom Shemachas. Nois and Shulam Malachim, these Absukim, in chapter 144 of Tehillim. And our community has people that are routinely going through Sefer Tehillim. And when they get up to this, this they're davening here for, for, for the Malchus. In capital Kuf Mem Dalit, you're asking Akash Baruch Hu to give success for, to the government, for, to all the kings. That's, that's where we're davening for them. In other words, what was he saying? He was saying that just because we're not saying in Shul anymore, doesn't mean we're not, we're, 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 we're not saying it. To daven for the government doesn't require us saying it publicly in Shul, holding the Sefer Torah. You can daven for the government when you're saying to them also. You can daven for the government privately. It's brought down to Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. Um, he went through a lot of different communities. He was in Germany, he was in Russia, he was in Paris. And whenever he was in the community that didn't say Hanaisin Shulam Lachim, he would say privately, he would say on his own, on his own, kind of story. he would say it in the end of Shemona Esra, he would daven for Shulam Machus. Because of the Mishnah. So in other words, Avada, there's always an Indian to daven for the government. And Adi Yamazet, still in 2023, July 4th, 2023, Tez Vav, Tamas, Tavshan, Pei Gimel, all of us still have a responsibility to daven for the government. We can satisfy that without saying it in Shul. And even though the minig has changed, generally we don't say in Shul anymore because we don't feel that same pressure. We don't feel, feel that same up against the wall of like, you know, not knowing from one moment to the next if the government is going to, to betray us, is, is going to come crash, is going to come uh, um, persecuting us. Baruch Hashem, we don't live in such a state anymore of fear of the government, so we don't say it publicly. But if you say it privately, daven for the Shalom of, of, of the Malchus, whether that means each of us in their, their own eloquent way, slipping something to Shimon Ezra, on your own saying, I don't know anyone who does that nowadays, but you're so slant to do that. Or when you get up to Kuf Memdal and Tehillim, have in mind the, 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 the welfare of the American government, once in a while, throw this into your Shimon Ezra. I would even go so far as to say, I, I think the mission itself is saying this. What does the Mishnah say? The Mishnah itself is saying, really, the, the, the Iker Kavan of the Mishnah is, 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 should be an individual prayer. The public prayer came later. That, that's, that is to make the Gaim, you know, realize, that, to hopefully get the Gaim on our, on our good side. We should be on the good side of the, of the Malachim, rather. But, but, but really, um, at the source of this idea, it's an individual prayer, not a public one. What does the Mishnah say? doesn't say Havu. He's not addressing the rabbim. He's addressing an individual. He's addressing Yechidim. Each and every one of you, daven for the Malchus, when you address it, Zebra, you say Havu. And there are other Mishnahites that say Havu. Havu. Havu Mesunim Bedin. In the beginning of pickups, when they're addressing um, leadership, Chachamim. This is addressing the Yachid. Very Gishmak. The Mishnah already is making it clear. It's, it's an individual prayer. So Lamaisa, when all said and done, we went a little bit through the history. It goes back to Yimio, it goes back to the mission of Pekeavis. There certainly is an idea of that for, public, for, the, for the welfare of the government, the stability of the country. We, we all need that. It was instituted 
already, you know, almost a thousand years ago to make it public by Kriya Satara because we want it to be publicized. We're saying Pashas that was in order to get on the good side of the Medina, of the government that we're living in. We don't want to get, the, we don't want to agitate them. And we do find over history specific prayers that are composed for specific governments and, and, and rulers. The Minig has fallen out of practice but only the minute of saying it publicly, but the Edson prayer itself is still quite relevant. I know during the 2020 elections, a lot of people were davening for the welfare of the, of the government. I remember this. Everyone was davening in 2020. So uh, I'd assume going to 2024 elections, everyone's going to get really excited again about davening for the Malchus. But in the meantime, each and every one of us should at some point, it doesn't have to be a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, it should be a regular part of our davening. Daven for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, give, give success in Hatzlach and Siyat to the people that are in charge of the country, of the, of the state of the city, let them make the right decisions let them, let them make the correct decisions and this is not just appreciation of the country, but this is understanding that the country has, has, needs stability for us to have stability. Yeah. Just uh, another way. Like, it's, it's like Masechet Avot. Yeah. So, anyway, it's not a loche over there. It's like recommend. So, all the questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I hear, I hear the question. Do we take this halakhically? Reb Shimon wants to know. Rav Shem wants to take this halachically. Like yeah, but even if it's not halachic, even if we'll just say it's the takadir cheretz midas toivus, but you still, well, why are we ignoring it? Even if it's just, even if it's just der cheretz, we need a good reason to ignore it. it. What? You can. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, even if I, I, I agree with what you're saying, it's not piske halacha, right? But elamai, so what is it? So it's midas der midas toivus and der cheretz. Let's say, right? Heve is 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 a. We still, we would, right, but we would still need a good answer to say, how come we're ignoring it? Mm-hmm. What, what, okay. Right? You hear what I'm saying? Even if it's not a psak halach and shochnarch, but we still have, we need an answer. Chaniyaz Kanakainim is telling us, telling, telling me, how come I'm not listening to him, right? Even if it's just, uh, okay. um, you understand what I'm saying? Like, uh, like uh, uh, mumlats. Even if it's midas, derech eretz, but we still need to know. Recommend it, let's say. Hey, we should still listen. I need a good reason not to listen. I still need to read. And Yermio told us in. in uh, but anyway, Yermio, what you're doing now it's, it's exactly re- like recommended. Because if, if, if we are not doing it, uh, I mean, over here, so it's like, like every person has to say whatever he, he needs to say, but not like. Uh, yeah, in his own Betzachus Lashoinite. That's right. Every yes. person according to how he how he uh, expresses himself, his own eloquence. But Lamaitza, uh, people should find time here and there. It should be, once in a while, you should be davening for the welfare of the government. And, and like we said, the Pazak Nirmi also, right? Vidir Shu Shulay Mayir, there's a Pazak Nirmi, it says, Vidir Shu, they say also, this is a mucker for davening for the government. Vidir Shu Shulay Mayir, Asher Higlesi Escham Shama, or you know, I was telling the Yun to daven for the Shalom of Bavel. This Palu Abba'ado El Hashem, Ki Vishulay Ma, Yelochem Shalom. The Pazak Nirmi. Okay, Shkayach, everyone, Shkayach. Go to a bathroom, Jews. No, back in Europe.